Creativity is contagious. Pass it on in any way possible. Albert Einstein. Hi, creatives. So happy to have you tune into our second season of Bring Up Creativity. I'm your host, Daniela Bonche, a Toronto-based graphic designer and serial entrepreneur looking to spread awareness on pursuing your creative passions or endeavors, whether it be in business, a side hustle, or hobby, you name it. On today's episode of Brewing Up Creativity, I am joined with Isabella Villani. Isabella is the owner and head photographer at Isabella Villani Photography. She is a wedding and editorial photographer capturing edgy, modern, and fashion-forward images for couples and fashion brands in Toronto and worldwide. Her style is a perfect mixture of editorial and documentary with a focus of capturing authentic moments and how a moment feels versus how it looks. Hi, Isabella. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so good. I just need more caffeine in my body at the moment, but it's totally okay. (laughs) Do you have yours beside you at all? (laughs) Yeah, I currently have my coffee mug beside me. (laughs) Oh, at least one of us is on brand here. (laughs) At least one of us brought it here. That's my biggest mistake. That's actually like literally one of my first questions for you is like, what's your your go-to coffee or tea order? What are you making at home? So I switched between matcha and just like a plain old cup of coffee with almond milk. I've been trying to like mix it up because I've been drinking too much coffee lately. (laughs) So some days I'll do matcha with almond milk or just a coffee with almond milk. I love the simpleness though. Like sometimes we literally just need a good cup of coffee or matcha tea. I love my matcha ice. I, I just for the summer at least. Yes. Especially now. Yes. I'm trying to like figure out the perfect combination to make it from home. Still haven't figured it out yet. Okay. I have one recommendation for you. It does taste better when you buy it. I have to admit, but I love yeah. whipping. Like I have a little frother handheld oh, yeah, yeah. thingy and I use that. It's so good. Like if you just whip the milk, like froth yeah. the milk versus just throwing it in, it just makes a world of a difference for the iced matcha tea latte. That sounds great. then you got to come back and tell me if you liked it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm going to start off. I think we're going to go a little backwards here just because I actually don't know you prior to your photography business and all the Mm -hmm. hard work that you've put into it. So let's go back a little bit. How did you discover your passion for photography and, and what made you start it initially as a side hustle? Yeah. So I guess it goes, it goes pretty far back. Um, I don't know exactly what age, but I was pretty young. And I knew right away that I loved photography. Um, I would literally steal my parents like point and shoot camera (laughs) without them knowing at young age and just photograph everything and anything I could think of or like just my mom's garden, like our pets, like whatever. So it was more of a hobby for me at that time because I was so young. And I think I just I became more passionate about it probably in high school. And that's where I took a film photography class for two years. And I think because I was super shy and so introverted in high school, it was kind of like my little escape in high school. I hated high school. (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) So uh, like on lunch, I would just go over to the dark room or like during class, sometimes I would skip and just go to the dark room and just develop my photos. And it was just like so calming and soothing and just like an escape for me. And I think that's when I knew while taking that film course that I needed to pursue that, like pursue photography further. So 
after my last year in high school, I decided to enroll in university. I, I enrolled in like a media studies program. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So I did a little bit of everything, but in my last two years, that's where I kind of like zoned in on just photography. And yeah, I experimented with a few genres in university, but my favorite was definitely like the fashion and beauty photography genre. I loved that I was able to combine my love for fashion and photography together. Absolutely. And also in university, I interned for a fashion magazine in Toronto, and that was like this huge step as well that kind of pushed me closer to like, yeah, I want to do this like full time. So I was like taking a lot of like behind the scenes footage at shoots and it was just like, it was so surreal and amazing to have to do that. I could only imagine. Yeah, it was so fun. But after graduating, I did kind of lose my motivation. It happens. A part of me, yeah, a part of me thought like, I can't make this a career. Like, how am I going to, you know, live off of just shooting photos for the rest of my life? So I was like, yeah, you know what, like, let's just keep it a hobby. I'll put it aside. And that's exactly what I did. And I applied for social media marketing positions, which in turn was not what I loved. (laughs) I hated it. So I guess I fell back into it when I started working with my dad in an office, which was not like the dream, but (laughs) it happened for a reason. (laughs) And I just did photography as a side hustle. And that's where it really like, it really hit me. And I was like, hey, like, like there's a reason why those social media jobs didn't work out for sure. and why I'm falling back into photography because I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I took three or four years to kind of collaborate and do creative shoots with friends. And those ended up turning into paid opportunities. And three years later, I'm here, I'm here where I am now, I guess. <laughs> here you are. It, it makes yeah. me so happy to hear when someone tells me that they actually had a passion for something like from such a young age, but yeah, obviously when you discover that part of yourself, you're so young. And um, yeah. also I think times have changed as well because exactly. when you graduated university, um, I'm assuming we probably did around the same time because yeah. I-, I thought a lot about that kind of stuff too, yeah. where, Oh, this won't be a good field. I won't get any jobs in it, exactly. but it's kind of changed now. And I, I would for say sure. that, brand and just editorial style photographers are just killing it right now. So the time that you decided to take the leap and go full time actually was really good timing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it worked out perfectly. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I, I don't know. I just, I always say to people, if we discover something that we love as a child, even if it ends up being just a hobby or we maintain it as a side hustle, I feel like our passion from it from when we were young was yeah. such a huge sign. And yeah. <laughs> I love how you were stealing your parents' camera. Yeah. <laughs> I used to steal everything too in anything in relation to like, like art. I would like delete the photos before I brought it back. It was so funny. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> I would have just ended up keeping it and being like, look yeah. what I did, mom and dad. Yeah. Aren't you proud? Aren't you proud of your talented daughter? Yeah. <laughs> when you... Yeah. When you were working for your, your dad and mm-hmm. you were experiencing like these social mar- uh, social media marketing positions that you just weren't loving, yeah. um, was it that that inspired you to go full-time because you thought, oh my goodness, I just want to do what I love and that's it? Like, yeah. was that what it came down to, to to cause you to take the big leap of going full-time or was it something else? For sure, for sure. So I always, photography was always a part of me deep down, I think. 
And I think it was more of just like a dream. I didn't actually think it was something I could make a career. Yeah. But I definitely think that those positions that I was in, I guess it kind of like forced me to remember how much I actually loved photography and how much I hated those other positions. And I did learn a lot from those other positions for sure. Like I'm not saying that they're always they all lessons. Bad. Yeah. Like there was yeah. life lessons, great experiences. I learned so much that I'm bringing into my business now. But I think, yeah, they definitely helped me make that big leap for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like if you didn't take those and yeah. you just graduated and you did go full-time into your business, yeah. do you think where you, that you'd be where you are today? I don't think so. I think I would feel, I wasn't confident enough back then, I think. And I think I would have just let it go completely. I would have felt too discouraged and yeah. So yeah. I think you all happened for a reason. Yeah. I felt that way too, though, when I when I was at that time of my life. You just, you're just thrown out in the world and you're in, You are. You don't really know where to start. <laughs> and for me, like personally, and with a couple of people that I've talked to, it's like, you're 17 years old. I know. You're trying to pick a major and pick a university or a college. How the yeah. heck is a 17 year old supposed to know? Right. I mean, like, you know, I do know, I do know older teenagers that just pick something and it really worked out for them. Yeah. But yeah. for me and a couple other people that I know, that's so hard. Like, how are you supposed to it know is. that about yourself? It's very hard. It's so difficult. Yeah. I mean, you did sure. pick a good major though, because it was like yeah. general enough <laughs> for you to have learned a bunch of different things and you yes. clearly are utilizing it. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and with you being full time now, mm-hmm. how does it feel? It feels amazing. I mean, it was scary, obviously at the start. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I guess it still is at the start, but <laughs> it's pretty fresh still, but it's it's been great so far. I, I'm trying not to think too much of like, be stressed out or negative about it. Just trying to stay positive and just do what I love day by day. And it's been good. Yeah. There's ups and downs to it for sure. Exactly. Like even, of course. even with myself, sometimes I think there's actually days where I think to myself, did I make the right choice? Yeah. And then I think, how did I not make the right yeah. choice? Because yeah. genuinely I am super happy, but then I have right. days where I talk to my friends or just people I know and they say, oh, I love getting paid every yeah. two weeks. It's yeah. so stable. And I'm like, wow, yeah. a life of getting paid every two weeks. Because for right. me, it's like whenever it's the project's finished. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it is scattered. Yeah. So trust me, I know how that all feels. <laughs> and it's something to get used to. Yeah. And I think you're always going to think back on that when you used to feel exactly. like you had that form of stability. But I wouldn't change it. Right. Yeah. Cause you have your own schedule. I mean, yeah, you don't have that stability of being or getting paid every two weeks, but the money will come. You know what I mean? Like just as long as you do what you love and you're happy doing it, that's all I try to think about. <laughs> exactly. It's more like fluid. Like it's not exactly. so strict. Yeah. You get to decide a lot more. You get to decide the days that you're off, the days that you're not. I am such a person of order and structure and I love it but having a business has taught me that I kind of need to let go of that side and embrace the fact that each day is going to look a little different like sure I'll put in my design work from nine to five right but in terms of like how long I think a project is going to take or when I think I'm going to get paid or when I think a client's going to sign on it just looks different every day and every week 
Now, with you being full-time and things changing, probably, you've Mm. probably had to do a lot to get here. Has your business plan changed or evolved at all? So... I don't think I had like a huge plan in place. This sounds kind of bad, but no, it's <laughs> it was not. More, it was more. I think I I was I've been thinking about it for a very long time. Even just like talking with my fiance, he's he kept pushing me like just go full time, just go full time, and I'm just like I don't know, I'm not ready. I love that. But I guess I didn't have a huge plan. I just knew I knew for a few years that I wanted to make photography full time, and I think I told myself that once I started turning people away, like having to turn people away or say no. Oh, that's hard. Because I was too booked up on weekends. It's a good sign. Then that's when I, that's when I told myself I'm going to make that step to full time so I can give my clients more of, more of me and more, so I'll have more availability. So that's exactly what I did. I, I felt I reached that point where I was just turning too many people away and it was like, it was tough. Like I hated saying no to people. And that's when I was, I just told myself, you know what, you got to do this. You just got to make that leap. And that's what I did. (laughs) That's a huge sign. Yeah. I I didn't have like a, like strategic plan or business plan in place, but I think that's just how I kind of figured out how, how or when I was okay to go full time. It's also a feeling. I think you felt it more so than like anything else. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, I feel like it's time. It's going to be scary regardless. So I might as well just, just do it. And that's what I did. (laughs) It is scary regardless though, because it's like, you're putting so much trust into something that you've curated from it being absolutely nothing to it being everything. Exactly. I feel like even if you have a huge plan in place, like it's still going to be scary and risky and stressful and you're going to be nervous and things are going to go wrong, but you just got to do it. Exactly. You got to give yourself that, that like opportunity at least to try right so yeah that's what I just keep telling myself and don't undermine yourself though because yeah although you say you don't have a plan yeah (laughs) girl you've been planning this for quite some time though that's true like you have been because we've been in touch about it and I've seen you investing in it so that's a plan in itself like you knew the steps you had to take in order to elevate your client experience right. all the way from client sign on all the way to when they're done their shoot and get their files yeah. and right. as well as how they book with you like right. you invested in something like that and you also invested with how you're communicating so there's been a lot of investments happening on your end which is a plan in itself yeah I never thought of it that way but you're right I guess investing is a great way to plan for sure investing in your business yeah absolutely you did a lot of research into it too. Like what, what's the best <laughs> website platform for showcasing your yeah. your work? Actually, that's a really great question now. So how did you land yeah. on your website platform and how did you land on all the steps you wanted? Like those little investments that you made, like how did you know those were the best investments for you? Hi, creatives. As we all know, registering or incorporating our business, creating legal agreements and managing employees can be difficult when you have to run it through different programs. But I did all of this for my own graphic design studio and other businesses through Owner, the all-in-one place that allows you to register your business in 15 minutes. Check out the link in this episode's show notes to start growing your business online and quickly. To learn even more about managing and running a creative business, subscribe to our monthly email list as well through the link below. Let's get back to that episode. I actually just switched over (laughs) my website. 
Yeah, I did. Because I was with Squarespace. Yes. And I was going to launch. I was right about to launch my website. But I just didn't feel like it was me enough that it, it didn't, I just didn't like the way it turned out. I guess I'll just say that. Um, and I just didn't like the platform as much. So I actually moved over to show it recently. Beautiful. And I'm going to be relaunching very soon through show it. It's a great portfolio place. It's a great, yes. great portfolio host and platform. That's where I'm at right now. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and what about your pricing guides and that kind of stuff? Like, how did you know that was worth the investment? Yeah. So I, I knew from just like working with other photographers and I've had through like getting my branding photos done and I've had some photographers who would send off these branding packages, like, like what I came to you Mm -hmm. for to create my pricing and packages guides. And I just felt like that was so professional and just easy to go through, easy to read instead of just like having it in an email or, so I just love that and thought it would be a good addition to my website where they could just like, click a link and it would pop up the PDF and they'd have all the information there without having to go back and forth with emails. I agree. So I thought that was like good to have everything in one place instead of just like kind of having it all on my website with all this, like it'd be too cluttered. I feel like, I don't know. No, no, I agree. I thought that it would be a great like little addition for my clients and maybe make the booking process a little quicker for them. You did. Yeah. I've seen actually quite a few creatives online posting on Instagram asking, mm-hmm. would you rather review my services all at once through right. a PDF or would you rather inquire and receive it? And right. I, I voted just so I could see the results. Um, and <laughs> every single person would rather just go on the website, find and a booklet or a guide yeah. and read through it and feel like, okay, is this person going to work for me? Or are they not? How to like, yeah. do I need more photos? Do I not need more photos? Like that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's just great to have that all in one spot because you can actually evaluate on the spot without getting on a call, emailing nonstop, and then exactly. finally realizing, okay, you know what? Maybe we're not the best match. Yeah. It's definitely, it's easier for the clients, easier for you, less going back and forth. So Yeah, it's definitely a great idea. Absolutely. And I think I just want to put it out there that investing in your business is so well worth it. But it usually happens in intervals. I know some people say you're not your business isn't gonna grow if you don't invest. And I think that's a lie. Yeah. Your business can grow depending on your budget and as much as how you want it to grow and how much hours and work you want to put into it. Exactly. It's not dependent on anybody's budget and how much you invest. Like when I get people emailing me like enroll in my $10,000 course. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, I've got, I've got bills <laughs> to pay. Too. Don't yeah, know if that's like, an option for me right now. <laughs> right. Right. You go at your own pace. Exactly. I just wanted like to put that out there because even like, I thought the way you were investing and in the steps that you were taking, it was very logical and practical in the way that you did it. I I don't ever recommend just throwing out all your money at once unless you've got the budget for it. But like, for me, I I would have have invested in the same way that you did, where it was kind of like a step-by-step process versus throwing it out all at once. Yeah. And then as the years go by, I'll just keep putting in more investing or whatever, like exactly slowly, but surely I'll, I'll have everything set in place, but you don't have to rush it. It's not a rushed process, especially not at the start of your business or even if it's like a side hustle, don't go too crazy, but do invest. But (laughs) exactly. And like I used to, first of all, 
I hate numbers. I really do. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> good at it. I think that's why I'm a creative. Like Same. I just, it's, yeah. yeah, it's Same. not my Same. strength. Yeah. And I say yeah. that all the time because it's the absolute truth. But like oh my goodness. when I realized yeah. I had to sit down and like look at like what I actually could put my money yeah. towards, whether it was like, okay, do I want to invest in a course or do I want to have a new team member or do I want to like, you know, like, like the little things like that, that it matters that was when I realized I actually had to look at numbers and I thought, oh my gosh, this sucks so much because I hate this part of business, love business, but hate this part of it. It does suck. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm grateful I have a, a CPA as a fiance, so. Oh, you lucked out. Oh my gosh, I wish. <laughs> so he just, um, he helps me with all that. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is like the, funny enough, I was yeah. just at a class for real estate investing and he's like yeah my wife is my cpa i'm like what the, how the oh, heck nice. do you find somebody that yeah. just like aligns like that for you like, that's even, perfect like wow. that aligned perfectly for you so but let me just say actually i'm so happy that he was pushing you to do this yes was it the help of people showing you that you could do it like did that help you to realize you, you could go full-time or was it like more so like an internal thing yeah so definitely he motivated me a lot just having him there constantly like pushing me. I would come home and complain about my full-time job. Be like, just go full-time with photography. Just do it. Like you can do it. We'll be fine. Like, cause we just moved into a new house too. So it was our first house. So I, I obviously you feel that stress, right? Of course. Cause what if I can't help you pay the bills? And he's like, you know, we'll figure it out. Just do it. Like, like this is, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I had a few friends too close to me that, they knew that this is what I was going to end up doing from the start. Like my one girlfriend, she knew from the start, from high school days that like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. So yeah, definitely people pushing me. Obviously there were a few people in my life that were like, Oh, like really? Like you're, you're going to make that full time. Like photography is not a full time job. It's a hobby or, you know, just like the, the usual, like, oh, yeah. like remarks from people when it comes to like creative jobs people think you can't make it a full-time thing but I just smiled and nodded and kind of ignored them that's <laughs> because, all you can do yeah like what because they're most of them are family members so yeah hearing that can be tough and discouraging but you just gotta push through and just listen to those that are closest to you and that know you the most yeah but yeah that definitely did help push me in that direction yeah. for sure yeah it's the same thing for me yeah. Like the exact same thing. Like the yeah. people that were closest to me who are saying like, you can do this full time. Like you should just go full force with it. Do it. Helps me the most. And it was hard. And it was, it was the same thing for me where family was like, um, are you sure that's not really like yes. what even is graphic design? I don't even know what that is. Like, are you <laughs> painting? Like, what is it? Like, I don't understand. Right. Yeah. Cause graphic design is a little more on the like modern like the older family might not know much about it. No, I, I still yeah. do have some older family members that think I yeah. am painting. Exactly. Which is okay. <laughs> I mean, at this point, then I have some people ask me, well, is it marketing? I'm like, well, like, I guess it's a sector of it, but no, it's not. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's like a sector of it. 
but I mean, like, you know, the guesses, the guesses are funny. I mean, it keeps, it keeps <laughs> my life interesting. Um, I think some people have just given up, like some family members have just given up and they're just like, okay, whatever. It's just something with computers. I just, I'm like, you're right. I just gave up, <laughs> uh, but they get used to it. And then once they actually see you living like a life on your own terms and yeah. you're doing so well for yourself, that's, it's funny. Cause then they have like a turnaround moment and they're like, oh, wow. Congrats. Wow, like I didn't know. Like, Yeah. It's a process. I feel like a, a lot of creatives deal with the same thing, for sure. Yeah, we all do. I, and that's why like, I love having these conversations because like, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, we're never alone in anything that we've gone through. <laughs> like, um, I, I swear it's on TikTok that I've seen like we all just don't have anything that's unique. It's just like we've all been through the same thing. No, you're so right. So right. And we don't realize it sometimes because we don't share. No, we don't share that side enough. I feel like. No, we don't. So we don't know. And we just assume that we're like the only one experiencing that side of a creative business, but we're not alone. (laughs) Exactly. But I do think that I will actually become a culprit to falling in the trap of comparing myself to some people on Instagram. Oh, yes. With my business. Yeah, like it's so yep. easy to do that these <laughs> days. And it's like when I'm not on there, I feel awesome. And then when I yes. go on there sometimes, I think, oh my gosh, like why am I not yeah. doing that? Or should I, I be know. doing that? And that's when I, that's when the comparison starts for me. It's just strictly on social media because we don't talk about, at least I find Instagram still I feel like people want to put on like a perfect face and be like look at me and what I'm doing we don't show the vulnerable side yeah and then you and then you see Instagram stories where it's like oh follow me and I'll show you to make twenty thousand dollars per month and I think yeah like yeah okay like great that's amazing (laughs) but again now I'm playing the comparison game yeah so yeah I'm assuming you've been through that and you're going through that too yeah especially before I went full-time, I think it was a lot worse. And that's what kind of stopped me from pursuing it or or being a little more nervous about it because I was constantly comparing my work, not like thinking I wasn't good enough. So that definitely held me back a lot. But now it's getting a little better. (laughs) It it gets better over time. For sure. It's always going to be there, I feel like, but it's better for sure. It's like waves for me. Yes. <laughs> like I'll have yeah. waves where I'm not even like noticing and I'm just in my own world and I, I focus on my own world. And then I have other times where I think, oh, why am I not making that much? Or why am I not doing what this person's doing? Yeah. So yeah, it's waves. And it's like the, you get better at like managing it at the end of the day. But yeah, like there's so many outside opinions, sources, online worlds that like kind of like revolves around your head when you are running a business you just gotta shut it off sometimes and it's a process to do that it is it really is and there's like so much to be said when it comes Mm -hmm. to taking that full-time leap but yes if there's one piece of advice that you would give somebody who's Mm -hmm. looking to quit their job and make their side hustle their full-time job, what would you say to them? Yeah, so it kind of feeds off what we were just talking about. I'd say my biggest piece of advice would be to simply just believe in yourself and your work. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like super cheesy, no, but, it's not, <laughs> but honestly, it was a game changer for me. And that's like, I went years and years not believing in my work. Like not believing in anything I was putting out there. I was constantly bringing myself down and always comparing myself other photographers or creatives 
like especially on social media and I was just jealous of them and always I felt like they were like lucky yeah you know what I mean yep I know exactly what you mean but then I realized it's not luck they probably worked hard and truly believed and were confident in their work and that's where that's why they are where they are right now so Honestly, the second I stopped comparing and bringing myself down, I started building that confidence and believing that I was good enough. That's like when things really changed. So, and the second I stopped comparing, comparing, that's when I saw my best work. I was connecting with other creatives. Instead of being so like competitive, I was more like more collaborative, collaborating with other creatives and just encouraging them and them encouraging me. It was like, it was just, it was amazing. And it really made that difference for me. So I think if, if you're not able to like believe in yourself and in your work, then how do you expect people to hire you and believe that you're confident enough to take their photos in my, oh, I guess. So true. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah, if you don't believe in yourself, you can't expect your clients to believe in you. It's so true. That would be my biggest piece of advice for people who are trying to make their side hustle full time. Yeah. That's like, there's so much truth behind it. It makes sense. It's not cheesy. And it's true. Because as soon as you get on a call with somebody or you're trying to show them that like you're worth the investment, if you're not confident in yourself, they will notice and pick up on it and move exactly. on to someone who's more confident. In right. what they and do. I'm not saying like be like cocky and like stuck up. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like it's a different, it's a different kind of confidence. You know what I mean? Like the confidence where like, you know what you're doing. Absolutely. And you're confident in what you're putting out there. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And it's it's well worth looking into ourselves, into feeling and fighting the self-doubt that comes with our creative work. Because like we just said, it's so easy to fall into comparison. So no, I think that piece of advice is amazing for anybody looking to go full-time from their side hustle or even just wanting to up-level their business in any capacity or their hobby. Like, I think that pertains to pretty much anybody. Right, right. And then maybe, like, instead of comparing yourself, use those other creatives as motivation. Like, use them as inspiration. You know what I mean? Like, not comparing yourself and saying, oh, like, they're better than me. Like, I'm never going to be that good. Like, just say, oh, my gosh, this this is really inspiring. This work's amazing. I'm going to use this as motivation towards my next project or whatnot. Absolutely. And that's what I... I kind of like change my mindset that way now and I use it more as motivation instead of comparison and just bringing myself down like for what like why you know what I mean like so true yeah it's so yeah. true and you can't and you can't compare like your like start of your business to somebody else because they might have started like exactly a way like a long time ago so how do you compare oh, yeah. two different journeys it's just you can't do it it's different everyone's different yeah 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 no you can't you're sorry I love that Isabella Thank you so much for that piece of advice. But before I let you go, I just wanted to ask you if there's anything that people should keep an eye out for and where can everybody find you online? Yeah, so I guess my website will be launching within the next month. So that's something to kind of look out Ooh. for. I'm going to be offering a lot of I will be. <laughs> little freebies on there, hopefully. And I'm also, I'm really excited. I haven't really spoke about this yet too much a little bit on my uh, Instagram but I'm also going to be offering photography mentor like not really courses but like mentor calls or like like um, come and shoot with me kind of um, mentorship that's so neat yeah for beginner photographers or anyone really who's wanting to learn a little bit about 
either how to use a camera or how to edit in Lightroom or anything related to photography. I want to be like an open book and just be able to answer any questions that anyone has. And yeah, so I think I'll probably launch that sometime in July or August. I'm going to do like a trial run, I guess you could call it, and offer pay what you can mentorships for a month. So that's kind of exciting for anyone who wants to a mentorship, but like doesn't have... That's so exciting. I want it to be available to everyone pretty much. So I'm going to offer that for a month and see how it goes. Um, So if anyone's interested, that's definitely something to look out for. That's amazing. And you can find me on Instagram mainly. My Instagram is Isabella Villani Photo. I'm on there a lot. And yeah, I guess when my website comes out, you can find me there too. (laughs) And I'll have all of your handles down below as well for everybody. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Other than that, just lots of new content coming out. Yeah, and I'm really excited to share. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait to see your website. I, I can't wait to see everything. Yeah, I'm super excited. And that mentorship program sounds like amazing. I love how it's going to be available for everybody. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I want to make it available because I've had a few people reach out and they're interested, but they don't have like too much to spend on it. So I figured why not, you know, just I, I'm starting out. So why not just offer it to everyone for now and see how it goes. That's amazing. I'm so I I can't wait to keep my eyes out open for that because that's I've never even heard of like that type of a mentorship program. And I just think that's so beneficial for anybody and everybody. I exactly thank you so much, Isabella. Like I, I've so enjoyed talking about this with you because I feel like it's a long time coming because I've known about this for quite some time. So thank you so much for joining me and everything that you've put out there. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. We're always brewing up something new for all of you to tune into and love hearing from you. Our team over here on Brewing Up Creativity would love it if you joined our community in any capacity, whether it be checking us out on Instagram at Brewing Up Creativity or leaving a review to help us better serve you as listeners. If you're looking to join or sponsor an episode, reach out to us through email, which is linked in our episode's show notes below. Thanks, creatives.